We're right, back. You guys ready to start? Yep. All right. Take a knock. <laughs> hey there, welcome to Motorcycles and Misfits coming at you from the Recycle Garage in sunny Santa Cruz, California. We're back at it, baby. We are yeah. back, bitches! I know, that fucking Bill Gates 5G, motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> anyway. The overused fucking five G joke, but whatever. I, I think it, it's so stupid initially, but then like I started it, like I ironically uh, started liking it. <laughs> of course, when you when there's enough memes, you, see how you have to. Yeah, exactly. So in the house tonight, who do we got, Liza? Hey there, welcome to Motorcycles <laughs> and Misfits, coming to you live from the Recycle Garage, and this is a big moment. It for is a big us. moment. It is. Mm. This is the first time we've all been together it's- in a room. It's, it's almost months. over a year. So big. It's almost as big as the bulge in bagels trousers. <laughs> so big. Oh, because he saw the Vespa model on the wall? Yes. yes. Back, back to the dick jokes. <laughs> well, it made we, we, never, we never went away from the dick jokes. <laughs> you know be, if I catch syphilis in here tonight, I'm going to be pissed. That well, means not, you did something right. Not just the dick jokes, because we even got the... Oh, oh, soil! Good old fart machine. <laughs> Isn't it good great? Like machine. after 14 months, we haven't evolved much past the previous situation. No, we are. None at all. No, we are evolving, but I'm not sure what we're evolving into. Yeah. Yeah. Hey everyone, this is Liza. Hello. What a great day it is for it? so many reasons. Um, but I just want to say um, I'm happy. I'm happy right now. Yeah. Um, good day. With me in the studio. Everyone's favorite exotic, it's not. Hey, I never went away, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) I was just having dinners on Sunday and shit, you know, so. Living life, man. (laughs) And looking swanky with his sleeveless shirt, it's Douglas. Yeah, thanks for not calling it a wife beater. (laughs) There's no beating of wives around here. No. Mm -mm. No. Um, And on the classy girl couch tonight... In all his ginger glory. It's Bagel! Ooh, I like the sound. It's so smooth. <laughs> Did we get a new laptop? Is that what's happening? <laughs> We're stepping up, son. Yeah. That's a new Wu-Tang. <laughs> also, on the classy girl couch, it's Miss Emma. Aloha, darlings. It is so splendid to be here. I'm absolutely thrilled. And, um, yeah, it's Great to be back, isn't it? So great. So great. And then uh, coming to us over from his side of the room, uh, next to the window, for obvious reasons. (laughs) 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 It's Naked Jim. That was a chair. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was a squeaker. That was funny. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Aloha two times. Yeah, peace, love, and soul. I think, though, the one most likely to come from Emma is... No, that one. I think somebody no. step on a I duck. think mine would be more more liquidy. Oh, like, yeah, can you like a... fart in an English accent? <laughs> there you there go. It is. is it possible to fart in an English accent? Yes, of course it is. Like if you're French, it's like lip. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh. so stupid. 
So stupid. Yeah. We can do this you for can hours. Fart in any language. <laughs> yeah. Screw motorcycles. Let's talk about farts. Oh god. You know, and of course there's right, the right, German right. Achtung, gleich <laughs> kommt der. <laughs> it's it's just schnell, 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 schnell. Raus. <laughs> the word is furz. Oh <laughs> Emma, you're drooling. <laughs> I know. Do you need a beer. <laughs> You're gonna get your pearl necklace wet. All right. We're just we're just obviously <laughs> so no, excited are, to be we, back we together. We are so excited. You know, it's the funniest thing because everything in this room is so familiar. But yeah. we haven't been here for how long? Fourteen months. Yeah. Fourteen, Fourteen months. months. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. In fact, uh, Doug had to come with me in here to clean up. I had just boxes and stuff everywhere because nobody's <laughs> been in here but me over here in the corner on the Zoom calls. So. Well, I, mm. I see your model kit collection has improved. I might have more stuff in here yes, now. Yes. There are more bikes in here There's for sure. There's a stack in the corner with nowhere yeah, to go. The, the pandemic's been kinder to some model collectors. <laughs> huh? oh, Jesus. I know. Um, and what a great day in the garage. Uh, I mean, there's so much. All right. We really don't didn't prepare what to talk about tonight. So I oh. thought that there is a theme <laughs> that we can run with. Okay. And it sounds cheesy, but I the theme is happy. Theme? Um I'm I'm happy that we're all together. Yeah. Yeah. It's also Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. True. Uh and there's been like flowers and well wishes. Shout out to those without moms, by the way. Shout out to those without moms. Or those or, with moms. And that too. <laughs> Let's cover all the bases. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the imports and the exports. Indeed. <laughs> um, and uh, I'm, I'm happy we're having amazing weather. I'm happy that Bagel is here. Yes, yes. Who came down uh, for his birthday weekend. Yeah. I'm happy that we're all vaccinated and can be in the room recording together for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, for me, I know the theme is just kind of, for me, it's happy. But um, I just want to like, check in what have y'all been up to knock what have you been up to um nothing much really i mean like i said i was just having dinners on sundays because the zoom calls were starting to get into my nerves because i have to do that shit for work oh pretty much all the time you I, know. on what's on your left hand are those new calluses no no <laughs> but i've got extreme grip strength in this hand now it's his left hand he calls it a stranger you're right <laughs> Have you been out on any good rides lately? You know what? Uh, I went on a good ride today on my XR. Front yeah. tire shagged. It feels weird, but, you know, whatever. It was a good ride. A little sliding around, a little this and that, you know. Getting in it. Going yeah, yeah. way too fast. Passing cars. Oh, Left yeah. Totally. That's right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> was that episode five? Did, I mean, yeah, <laughs> so, um, Nock, that XR was the bike you famously smashed yourself up on. Yeah. Um, hasn't he smashed which, himself up on all the bikes? Yeah, time? I know. Okay. I but, you know, how did you feel? Is this the first time you've kind of really ridden it in anger since? No, I've, <laughs> I, I've ridden it before. It's just like, no, I've, I've uh, like maybe like uh, after I was fully recovered, I went on a ride. Oh, well, fixed it up. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm good to go. It's been. Right. You know. So you're back to being stupid on it now. Yes. Yes. Good. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and Doug, how about you? What have you been up to? Uh, not a whole lot, actually. Um, I took a hiatus from riding a lot of last year. Uh, but, you know, riding again the last couple months. Um, just taking care of lots of projects around the house and yeah. lots of hobbies and lots of Netflix. 
Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I've probably extinguished pretty much everything they have. You finished Netflix. <laughs> yeah, been, you know, like you scroll long enough on Facebook, it's like, you're caught up for now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that's, yeah, that's, that was pretty much YouTube and Netflix uh, in the last year. You're, for you're just left with chill now. <laughs> but yeah, Vax now and getting out more and more garage time and more bike time and yeah. more everything time now. So going back to work uh, next week, Thursday. So that'll Hell be yeah, exciting. Dude. Yeah. Nice. And you, and you scored some new pipes today. I got some new pipes. Oh, I love pipes. Oh, I we going to talk oh, about that bike pipes. today, too? Uh, we'll, we'll get to it, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's got some free pipes from, um, I'm sorry, I can't remember his name. Uh, Conrad. Yeah, he bought a Ninja yeah. 250 for $200 this morning. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I know. Running and registered. So yeah, with he title. wrote it home. Crazy. With t- yeah, so he, they came with some extra aftermarket market pipes, and so I'm going to stick those yeah, on. Yeah, we can just share. So Amber, who we talked about a few weeks yes. ago, who bought this bike, her first bike, quite the project. We kind of warned her, like, yeah, this is probably a lot more than your prepared to get into but mm. we're here for you we will do this and we even um i didn't mention but we even had a listener um write in and offered to buy her new tires oh shit oh, yeah wow. i know damn son that was really cool because thank you knowing that she really didn't have money jim what is that by your foot oh it, i thought it was a dead animal it's, <laughs> it's your it's mullet your mullet is <laughs> in <my> here <laughs> um but she came to the garage today and said um, life's happened and she had to take a job and she's moving. She can't take the bike. Mm. She had to sell it. She oh. had to sell it today, in fact. Oh, wow. And uh, she was like, I, but I have somebody who wants to buy it, but they live in San Francisco and they can't get here for a few weeks. And I'm like, yeah, uh, fuck that. Mm. How this much she got the money, take it. And she, you know, in terms of actual cost, she got her ass handed to her. Yeah. How much you get mm. it for? Five. Yeah. By Mondo? Yeah. yeah. But she, uh, yeah. And she okay. sold it for two. That's but fine. actually, you know, she was in a better place than you'd think. Yeah. Because the bike is running, right? Like The bike's running. She got it running, and she's got that experience, and she made tons of new friends, including us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, and, worth, that's worth 200 bucks. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's worth what she lost. So she's like, I just need to sell it. And the first kids that showed up, uh, Michael and Conrad, who love buying cheap, fix them up weird bikes <clears throat> i was like i got it i got one for you i hope i hope you, you got money and he's like i don't need any more bikes i'm like trust me you're gonna want this pointed out 200 bucks has a title and it runs yeah. now <clears throat> nothing else on the bike is redeemable it's a death trap it's been <laughs> it's spray painted <laughs> it's got things loose rattling hanging, hanging it's un- got a disconnected. swing arm son fuck it's got, yeah. <laughs> it is a ninja 250 with a nine inch stretch swing arm yes but the thing <laughs> i love about this this is the perfect bike for somebody like these kids who want a project mm-hmm. because you can rip everything off cut everything off weld on things you're not going to make it worth any less mm-hmm. yep. you have a title two wheels and an engine yep, yep. And you can do anything with that bike. Yep. So what, anything. What would you say is a title worth for a motorcycle in California? Just a title. Oh, just some a thousand bucks. For, yeah. But it just I guess depends. depending on the bike. But yeah. I mean, yeah. some of these plated dirt bikes are an extra thousand if it's plated. Dude, but, yeah, Conrad yeah. got that thing that four hundred XR plated mm-hmm. like a week ago, mm-hmm. which is fucking what? crazy. Yeah. That's the same guy about the ninja from non-plated to plated. Yeah. He did the he did the chicanery thing where he registered what? it out of state and he put the fucking odometer and CHP <gasps> approved. Uh, uh, no, 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 that's true. No, nothing. We do not condone this. We kind of, yeah. this kind of uh, <laughs> <laughs> look. Fucking the state said it's chill, well, so eat a dick. You know he went through like, the process and the state acknowledged it. Yeah, whatever. but um, 
but I thought this was the perfect project for him. I'm like, turn it into a scrambler, turn it into a bobber, turn it into anything you want. You can't go wrong with that. Oh, the ninjas? The ninjas. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, not the 400. No, but nice. it came with these, an extra set of pipes that he didn't really need or want. And Doug was like eyeballing them. <laughs> and they're upturned pipes. Mm. Yeah, they follow the geometry of the of the frame perfectly. <laughs> nice. You going to put yeah. it on your 400? Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Yeah, so that it was like a win-win-win for everyone. Yeah. So wow. that was good. Uh, Bagel, Yeah. how about you? What have you been up to? Well, I have taken a little trip uh, down here at Santa Cruz uh, with my girlfriend, Jessica. And uh, we've been having a She's little- real, by the way. She is re- 100% real. <laughs> she is real. <laughs> she, she doesn't go to another school, right? She, she goes to school. <laughs> I can barely detect the Russian accent. To- <laughs> Oh, God. Kiev, I think, is what I detected. <laughs> no, but, but we've been having a great time uh, uh, seeing friends and uh, catching up and, and uh, cruising around the area. Right on, dude. And, uh, yeah, it's been wonderful to see all of you and hang out here today at the garage. Uh, it's been so long. It's been it's been more than six months since I moved away. So yeah. Yeah. it's it's really uh, a thrill to be back and to just kind of just have, have another day to take in here. Yeah. Nice. Because yeah. I, I do miss it. When are you leaving? Mm-hmm. You said tomorrow or something? Uh, yeah, I'm heading back, heading down to Monterey tomorrow. And uh, I'll be staying with Miss Emma. Nice. And um, then we'll be heading up the, the coast uh, back north uh, the next few days. Rad. Yep. Well, and Emma, let's get the Moto Town update. Did I tell you I have a bike shop now? Yeah, really? Some really? of us might be aware. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's open. Ooh. Well, it, it, I always regarded. Is that, is that an engine revving? It sounded yeah. like it. Um, I always regarded the one show as being kind of like the catalyst to get me started. And I said, you know what? I'm going to open Mototown when we get back from one show. And I did. Yes. We drove back on Monday. And first thing Tuesday, I was down there, bust open the gates and started taking in clients. Um, uh, you're by appointment only? Is that what it is? Damn right. I am now. Nice, dude. Mm. Nice. You know, um, because I haven't got any room now. Well, so, you, it's all got bikes and equipment in there right now, or what? Yeah. Oh shit! You're, wow. you're set. You're you got work. You're oh, I go. got more work. You're hitting the, gr- you're yes. hitting the ground running. Oh, it's looking like a proper bike okay, shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's legit. So closed on Sundays, apparently. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's open by appointment, out of hours, but there better be some serious bribery involved. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> for down. sure. Um, no, I mean I can take more more clients, but it's it's at the stage now because it's very very humble. I don't want people to think this is a big place. It's not. Um, it's a little, it's a little closer to the mic. Yeah, hang on. I'm trying, still trying to sort out my you, mic. We're you, dealing with you equipment. Fumbled. You fumbled. I'm fumbling. Um, no, push that closer to the mic. There you yeah, go. Yeah, you go. Fumbling over here. Um, but <laughs> I am. I'm at the stage now, if I take any more clients for overnight jobs, it's going to be like all the bikes come out in the morning and I do my work and then all the bikes come in at night. And that's yeah. a lot of bike shops throughout the world, really. And it's so. just you? You don't got a shop monkey or an apprentice? Oh, no. My idea of fresh hell would be working with you somebody. You looking for a job now? No, I'm good. Thank you. Um, I will. No, it's it's only ever going to be me. Okay. And there's, there's a variety of reasons for that. Some good, yeah. some not so good. Right. Um, but it's... Motortown is a 10-year project, and it's going to take me up to 70, and then I can review what I want to do with my life when I grow up. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a 10-year project. It's not just a bike shop. It's an art installation. It's a performing arts place. It's a hangout. 
Um, it's a lot of things. Um, and hopefully I might make a bit of a living when I'm doing it. Um, but it's but it's basically knock. It's my show. And yeah, that's yeah. it. Well, that's it's. you know what? It's great. You have your own space to do whatever the fuck you want to it. Bring people in and uh, express the culture or whatever. You know what I mean? Right, exactly. Um, and yeah, it's good. It's, it's very legit. I, I was interesting. Jim has kind of seen it progress. And you came out and visited me yesterday on one of the rare Saturdays that I decided to work. <laughs> yeah, that was a treat. Yeah, I remember when you first got it, and uh, we moved the tire machine in and the counters in God. and <laughs> all that sort of drill press. That was the doozy in the Elkie. Yes. Yeah, and then little by little, banners went up, and the counters got put into place, and the place got plumbed, you know, plumbed for air and electricity. And it, yeah, I don't know how many bikes you have in there now, but it almost seems like a dozen or so. So yeah, uh, it's it's actually it's closer to twenty now. McCarthy wow. helped you put it all up. Yeah. Um, so shout out to him, huh? Yeah. yeah. So uh, really, to all my friends who came through, um, and of course Jim was a big player, and Michael McCarthy, and John Leody was a great player as well. He Hell came yeah. up with a trailer. Yeah, with a trailer. How, how, how day, about yeah. the one who keeps buying you things for the wall? And there, there's somebody who keeps <laughs> buying me ornaments and trinkets for the wall, and that Flair. would be Liza herself. Mm, nice. um, <laughs> Did you get her a bunch of toasters? No, I've been buying up. So you know how I love to go shop on the like Banggood. (laughs) Yeah. What I found is a plethora of, you know, repop of vintage signs, motorcycle signs Mm. of all sorts. And I got this really cool silk. It's not a poster. It's a silk banner. It's like a three by four of uh, Evil Knievel, um, the cover from a comic book. Mm -hmm. Right. Just Mm -hmm. cheap stuff. (laughs) I'm just buying cheap stuff. But you know, it's it. I've got all these Battleship Grey blank walls, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I love putting just colourful stuff up there because it looks so good, and it's very in keeping with the shop. Um, so it's good. I'm thoroughly enjoying myself, well, and congratulations, I'm, I'm sure dude. that I'm sure it'll pass. Yeah, but at the mm-hmm. moment, I'm in those halcyon days that this is my friggin' bike shop. Yeah, it's so great. like you've had this Sweet. in mind for quite a while, though. Right? No, I haven't. No, the the no. I mean, shop? up up until it was like a two year two years ago. You go, all right, maybe I get a new shop or make my own shop. Or after you got no uh, shit can from the other place or whatever. Or like, nah, nah. I was more recent than that, huh? Yeah, it was a year. Oh shit! Wow. Goddamn. It all was right. it was basically it was a year, um, and when I parted company with um, Seaside Superbikes and. I mean, it wasn't acrimonious. I mean, you know, it's just we're very, very different people and it wasn't a problem until it was a problem. Yeah. I just thought, you know, if I stay in this industry, I need to work for myself. And yeah. that was actually, I suppose, if you if you want to pin it down to a date, that was early September. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so really I've kind of plucked this out of out of thin air. Was it that like the the proverbial uh, that one bad day that changed your life kind of a thing? Yeah, so, I mean I I suppose. I mean, I I love the motorcycle industry, but I hate it as well. Yeah. And I'm not quite ready to retire yet. Um I'm not quite ready to kind of The sit world and... is not ready for you to retire. Right, <laughs> apparently. And so I've got easily a decade's worth of work left in me and rather than just sit around and waste it and come down here and have fun on sundays 
you know, let's let's kind of spread it about a bit. Yeah. yeah. So that 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 was my motivation for the shot. But actually, when I think about it, I kind of plucked this thing out of thin air from. I would say the end of September. Uh, to all those listening right now, those are sirens from the podcast, not yeah. behind you. Do not, not look behind you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Thank go ahead. You know. Are you calling me? <laughs> well, um, I have been working my ass off on the Rev Sisters, the Santa Cruz yes, Moto have. Film oh, Festival, yeah, which oh, if yeah. you have not gotten your tickets yet, please go now. It is next weekend mm-hmm. is the free weekend. So RevSisters.com, and we've got over 10 hours of films that you can watch for free. You still have to register. Or for $10, you get the extended viewing pass, which gives you three full weekends, so, so like two, two and a half weeks. But it also gives you access. We've been doing interviews with some of the filmmakers that are going into the bonus content. Oh, wow. And on the 22nd, uh, which is the second weekend of the festival, I'm doing a um, live interview with a bunch of filmmakers via Zoom, and I'm going to send out an invite to viewers to come join us and and watch that live. Nice. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. cool. So you have an actual Zoom account, not the free one, right? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I do. Like a 30-minute time limit. But, um, They're yeah. short, short films. Yeah. Just a reminder to go to RevSisters.com and get your free passes now or 10 bucks to get the extended mm-hmm. viewing. Um. I had, uh, I, I'm going to get to you next, Jim, but see, your story is part two to mine that is part one. Okay. And it has to do with the ride you did yesterday. Oh, I thought it was Mexican food. <laughs> <laughs> no, on Friday. So you know how we say we love to have people visit the shop? Sure. Well. It's we all had- lies. We hate everybody. <laughs> no, just kidding. We love everybody. Um, on Friday, I worked a, a late day. I got home late and... Uh, Charlie and Micah were in the garage because Micah bought a new bike. Oh, by the way. By the way. By the way. By the way, <laughs> congratulations, Charlie and Micah, who have gotten engaged. Yep. Yep. These are kids who really haven't figured out. They're doing everything yeah, right. Yeah, they're doing everything right. Jim, quit playing with paper dicks. Emma, how do you, Emma sent me a message. It's a, it's a secret message. I know what you're message. doing over there. Um, so they were out in the garage. Uh, 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 Micah got a track bike. A um, it's the CB three hundred CBR three hundred. Micah and, did. Yeah, she did. I thought it was a ninja something. No, it's a ninja. Is it ninja four hundred? Yeah, no, it's a three hundred. Yeah, it's a ninja three hundred. Oh, okay. oh it's a ninja three hundred. Yeah, right, whatever. Um, yeah, and she was changing the tire, so I just went out to the garage to just check in on them, and <clears throat> I heard uh, engines pulling up, but like the tent was shut and everything, right? Yeah. And uh, I hear engines pulling up, and I see there's a, a guy on a BMW and a Harley. And the guy on the BMW gets off, and he takes off his helmet, and he's grinning like an <laughs> idiot and just looking around at everything like and grinning. And I went, I know that look. <laughs> I've seen that look. Yep. That is the look of somebody who's come from far away and ventured over to check out the garage. And what they don't realize they're going to see is a Costco carport. <laughs> <laughs> it's very underwhelming. It is yeah. very underwhelming. We call that the Boulder Creek Garage. But we were like, "Hey, who are yeah. you?" And and uh, Sam and his father John um, came out here. And what they do is they do these like trips together, these vacations, Rad. where they go to different cities, rent bikes, right. and go ride around and tour in those cities. So they came out to uh, California with the plan of coming and meeting the misfits and seeing the garage. And 
what a treat for him because normally it would have been just everything shut down, nobody there. Mm-hmm. But we're like, hey. Uh, so chatted uh, with them for a bit, then uh, realized it was about sunset. So what, what happens here at sunset? <clears throat> you go to the lighthouse. Mm-hmm. So I just yes. was like, put on your helmets. We're going. Let's go. <laughs> 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 and took them down to the lighthouse to watch the surfers and the sunset and all nice. the hippies and the bubbles and all the where, stuff. Where did you say they were from again? Uh, Minnesota. Minnesota. They oh, said you were shit. ripping on the scooter, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, then it's like, well, Wait, I'm hungry. So that's their first kind of like coastal sunset experience kind of a I thing? I guess so, yeah. Oh, that's rad. Wow. And it's like, uh, I'm hungry. Let's go to the wharf and get some food. Oh, yeah, you guys went to the Dolphin, huh? Yeah. We're nice. at the Dolphin. And here's the funny thing. Um, we're at the Dolphin, and there was somebody waving at, at, at Sam. And he's looking around like, who's waving at me? I'm not from here. And then he realizes, oh, it's... Micah and Charlie from the garage. <laughs> how funny they were out on the wharf, too. They were out on the date. Hey, Henry, how you doing? Hey, What's up, Holmes? Come on in. Huh? You out of here? What's going on? Get going. All, All right, right, man. Take it easy, dude. Hey. Hi, hi. So they're out on the date. Charlie's got the ring in his pocket. He's waiting to pop the question. Wow. wow. And here's Liza and Sam and John waving back at Micah. It's like, shit. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I realized, like, That's oh shit, cool, we kind of ruined your moment. <laughs> you have a knack for that, don't you? Um, <laughs> surprise. And I'd like to share something if I can. Yeah. Because it's kind of related. Micah and Charlie weren't the only people to get engaged. And I'm always very, very um, careful about sharing other people's news, but it'll be okay. So my dearest friend is Michael McCarthy. Oh, shit. Sure. And. Oh. Um, about a week ago, um, Mike McCarthy's um, girlfriend, Katie, reached out to me and she said, look, um, you know, I really would like to kind of propose to Mike. <laughs> and awesome. um, you're kind of involved in this. And I'm like, well, how can I help? And she said, well, I'd like to do it at Mototown. Oh, wow. And so, cut a long story short, I mean, she came down to Mototown. We'd arranged it. Probably an hour after you left, Jim, sort of about one Mm o'clock. And we kind of transformed the place and we strung up fairy lights everywhere and sort of threw rose petals and romantic messages everywhere. And then I called up Mike and I said, hey, Mike, I need your help. Come down to the shop pretty much right away. And then I bailed. And um, (laughs) you're squishing the screen, Jim, with your chair. It's it's breaking. (laughs) Oh, thank you. All right. Sorry, there was a lot of hand gestures. (laughs) And um, so basically, um, Mike and Katie got engaged yesterday as well. That is awesome. And used my shop as a conduit, which is what I kind of always had in mind for that. You know, I want it to kind of be a place where people do kind of weird shit. You could dress up like Elvis and do wedding ceremonies. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> right! I know Liza would do that for you. You gotta, you gotta get the college students to do the performance art stuff where they're like throwing mustard at each other or something. You know, yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Completely naked. Well, you know, I don't know how mustard came into this. Story. Well, it's it's art, baby. Well, I know um, there's sufficient artists and musicians in my circle of friends that I think you know if we do like rolling three month exhibits. Yeah, there you go. And actually pick somebody and say, look, give me four or five pieces, whether paintings or sketches or sculptures, mm-hmm. and let's do like a, an exhibit mm-hmm. on that wall. Yeah. You, you and then get, we'll try somebody else. And if you want to sell a couple, we have, we'll do that too. Do nice. you have houseplants in your uh, in your garage? Yes. 
Oh, good. Perfect. Yes, I do. Sweet. Perfect. I have heist, except I'm posh English. So heist plans. Heist plans. In the heist. In the heist. <laughs> oh, welcome to the heist. <laughs> so, so yeah, I got to uh, hang out with Sam and John and kind of give them a little tour yeah. here. But it didn't end there. And uh, what, what's funny is, like, we're so good at this when people just show up and we just kind of wing it. Yep. And then, uh, so Charlie was like, well, what are your plans tomorrow? You want to go for a ride? And then brought Jim into it. So Jim showed up. You got to go for a nice ride with uh, Sam and John. Yeah, it kind of happened out of the blue. Charlie had messaged in the morning, and I was like, ooh, bed was pretty comfy. I was going to go dirt biking. <laughs> and I was like, I blew it off. I'm like, I'm going to stay in bed. And, and then, uh, yeah, and then you filled me in a little bit. I talked to you for some other reason. We chatted. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, that sounds cool. It was a beautiful day. And I didn't want to just waste it. So, yeah, I met them down at Firefly Coffee, which is a nice place to start. And, uh, yeah. yeah, John Sam, cool. They had the, the Harley Bagger and then uh, – with the R9T, mm-hmm. uh, which is a cool-looking bike. Rad. Yeah, it was great. So well, they were super nice dudes. Didn't you rent an R9T in yeah. Scotland? I did. I rode through Scotland on one. Yeah, worst worst choice ever for that weather. But yeah, but, <laughs> but it's a head-turner. What a great-looking bike, though. It is. And for a naked bike to experience, like, like to experience everything around you, it's a great oh, yeah. choice. And where did you guys go on the Rhine? Uh, well, it's funny we're debating, and of course the go-to is the mountains, right? So mm-hmm. we're, you know, first yeah. you know Charlie talking about heading up, you know, that way, and then it popped in my mind. I didn't think about it. it kind of came ahead in the moment. I'm like, we maybe Emma's at the shop. Just took a chance, mm-hmm. so didn't tell uh, those guys. Didn't tell yeah. Sam and John. Kept it a secret, and contacted Emma. And sure enough, I think you know she was going to be down there, obviously. So she opened up the garage, and we met her down there. So we just went down the one just to make it simple. Very easy to get to Emma's shop, by the way. Um, yeah, and then we hung out at your place for I don't know, maybe an hour, if that yeah. long. Yeah, uh, it was great. Startup bikes and rode stuff around. It was a hoot. Um, so they they got the full treatment. They just oh lucked out. <laughs> oh, Sam got the right. like. I think you were going through all the bikes in the back with Sam. Yeah, I know. I he got the VIP tour. Nice. Yeah, they were super nice guys. Anyway, and uh, and it was a nice group ride. You know, they were good good riding in a group and all that. Uh, and but it was a treat going home too. Uh, so we rode some of the back roads through North Monterey County and South Santa Cruz. So yeah. a lot of farm country, right? right? So we ended up going through Castroville, like Castroville Boulevard. Yeah. Uh, we hit um, <clears throat> oh, what's the Elkhorn Slough? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah so we hit that road and didn't see a car on it. So we oh, made the nice. whole run uh, with just us four on the Hell bikes. Yeah. yeah, it's cool. So all the strawberry fields were going. You know, so it's strawberries and lettuce and artichokes and all that. Uh, and I love that area. So we went through all those little back roads, which was awesome. You, you give them the smell tour, huh? We, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was. You could smell the strawberries too, Sweet. and I I just love all that. So and uh, so we we uh, stopped in Watsonville, like at the gas station and taco truck truck, and uh, I parted ways because I just mm-hmm. wanted to lane split home. There was a little bit of traffic, and they weren't quite cool lane splitting, you know, with a bagger, and I don't blame right. them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Sam was kind of like intoxicated by the lane splitting aspect <laughs> of California. <laughs> he's like, that's pretty cool. I'm like, yep. Uh, yeah, so then uh, I think Charlie may have taken them on some more mountain roads after that. Uh, Hell yeah, dude. Well, they got the full treatment, enough so he, he was supposed to come spend the day in the garage. He never showed up. <laughs> I think I think we just wore him out. Mm-hmm. Well, well, they they did show up today. What? Yeah. Oh, they did. Cool. Yeah, they were here for a little bit. I didn't see him. Yeah. Yeah, I saw him. Where was I? I don't know. Were you you might have been here out about? running around. I don't yeah. know. Is it when I uh, stole your girlfriend and took her to the... It might have been. And popped her... Scooter Cherry? Maybe. <laughs> oh, my. I know. 
Well, Bagel, I'm like, Bagel, take her for a ride on the scooter. Oh, she's she's never been on the back of a bike. She's not comfortable. I'm like, that's bullshit. I yeah. just I just marched up to her. Come on, we're going for a ride. Get on it. Liza, Liza will impose your, her will on your girlfriend, too. I did. Too. I did. <laughs> I did. Yeah. And she loved it, by yes. the way. Yes, definitely. Um, uh, so, ooh, a couple things. Uh, we're going to be talking the next couple of weeks about the Pan America. Mm-hmm. Just to give everyone a heads up. I know a lot of people hey, are talking about it. You haven't taken the ride yet. yet. No, Jim and Charlie and I are riding it next weekend. Oh, fuck, mm. son. But I got even bigger news. Oh. It's not It's not 100%, but I'm pretty sure I'm working on it. I'm actually working with uh, Nick from Harley Davidson right now. Mm-hmm. That on the 23rd... The Pan America is going to be at the Recycle Garage. Radio. What? Are they going to bring bring a fleet yes. out? A fleet or bringing? What? No, the one with all the bells and whistles to the all garage. The, all the extra buttons. for us to really check it out. Wow. Cool. Take a dump on a little bit, maybe. No, you cannot <laughs> poop on it. <laughs> no. Um, what I'm hearing from people, it's the real deal. Yeah, yeah, that's all the reviews I've read. The real deal. It's the real deal adventure bike wow. and. I know that I have a reputation for shitting on Harleys. Again, I don't. But <laughs> just the people. But just the people. But this, if Harley Davidson, you know, the Live Wire has been proven itself to be a decent bike. And now this Pan America, if it's real deal, I'm, start, I'm seeing the building blocks to the future of Harley Davidson if they're making these good decisions like this mm-hmm. and actually investing in building a good bike. We'll see. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm very excited. So. Uh, stay tuned. Um, there may or may not be one here on the 23rd if you want to come down and check it out. Uh, I should know by next weekend. <clears throat> cool. Um, again, Mother's Day, right? <clears throat> I wanted to give a shout out um, to uh, mothers who ride. And here's why. Uh, you know, I, 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 I work with a lot of women riders, very esteemed women riders who've very accomplished uh some of them have set records some of them are do speaking engagements or role models or have you know very accomplished but the ones that are truly inspirational to me are the moms with children who still ride yeah Mm -hmm. um so i just wanted to acknowledge that because that is a whole another segment not to shame uh, women or men who stop riding when they have kids because they're doing what they think is a responsible thing. I get it. But there are others who try to find that balance line about being able to still retain this. And uh, like another great thing, um, Mel- Melissa Paris, who was on our show uh, a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys saw on uh, her social media. She posted a picture. She just had a baby a couple weeks ago. The baby strapped to her, and she's wrenching on her bike. I saw that. Yeah, that was And I'm like, that is cool. That is so cool. Like, mothers who, it doesn't let them, you know, stop them, but they can still take care of the parents and and do the biking. Oh, yeah. So I just want to do a shout out. Um, Another thing I wanted to share, Doug, you were talking about how you watched a lot of Netflix. Yeah, lots. I have two. I've gone down the YouTube channel. I've mm. gone down Hulu, Amazon, Sling. I have all the things, right? <laughs> and I was searching the other day for something new to watch. And I started going into Motor Trend. Mm. Just to, like, car, I like car shows, all the stuff. It's amazing how many car shows there are that are the same thing. <laughs> 
people taking you know old rusty buckets and turning them into like eighty thousand dollar American muscle cars. It's still kind of cool, but I found something in there that I cannot believe I did not know about. Mm. What's that? It's called uh, Throttle Out. Mm. Have any of you seen this? No. No. Negative. All right. So you may already know um, Zach Quartz and Ari Henning from Revzilla. Yes. They do reviews and stuff like that. They have videos they do. They did like MC Garage, which was really awesome. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I did not know that they had a show on Motor Trend for two two seasons that's basically top gear with motorcycles. Wow. Yeah, they do zany stuff. Hmm. Where Finally, uh, they have a challenge, right? Mm. Uh, like there was, uh, I think, season two, episode one. Uh, they're like, you know, hey, Zach, I've always wanted to ride the Baja 1000. Yeah, me too. Let's do it. On Honda Monkeys. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. And they do it. Oh, geez. Where they have to load up their gear and everything on there. Wow. Um, yeah, <laughs> they did it. Right? Or uh, there was one where, Bagel, you'll love this. They're like, um, so Vespa Cross, it's a thing. They went to <laughs> Italy and had to build their Vespa Cross bikes and then go race. And Vespa Cross is. Vespas with dirt wheels on a motocross track. Right. And they're like on these tiny wheels with like deep ruts racing. And it happened to rain. It was muddy. Oh, man. And I mean, it's it's sketch, but they're like laughing the whole way. That's wild. Um, There were many episodes. Did you end up watching any, Jim? No, I just scrolled through the seasons, just checking out all the different things. They do, but there's all sorts of crazy stuff. And I like all the other stuff they do, too. I, I think they do really, really it's, fun It's on cool Amazon. Stuff. Yep. And again, it's called Throttle Out. P.S. Fuck Jeff Bezos. There was another, another <laughs> one. You guys would have loved this one. They decided that they wanted to make um, the SUV of motorcycles. <laughs> and so mm. what's so special about an SUV? It's tall. It's got exploding tires. Depending <laughs> what brand you get, I guess. I don't know. You can haul like a whole family in it, right. but you can also take it off road, sort sure. of, right? Sure. Sort of. Uh-huh. So they decided yeah. uh-huh. to build a, a five seater motorcycle oh, that you can take <laughs> off road. Nice. Oh, good Lord. And they did it with an R1150 um, R. BMW. <laughs> wow. Reason is, and, and as Emma would know, the whole entire front end, that the telelever yeah. suspension, bolts to the frame. So you can literally, ju- I mean, to mm-hmm. the um, to the engine, literally right. mm-hmm. unbolt that front end and just put in some metal tubing, five foot metal tubing framework, <laughs> and then bolt it back onto the front of that framework. Oh my God. <clears throat> oh yeah. They had igloo coolers in there to keep your drinks and everything, and they had <laughs> they created a five seater. And is this like Southeast Asian motorcycle two wheeled vehicle inspired like item carriers? No, they got like no. chickens in the back and shit. And, and then they took it up like, like the Los Angeles Crest Highway or something, right? <laughs> wow. Nice. And then they had to get to this top of a mountain and go up a dirt road, and it was raining, mm. oh. pouring rain. Like flooding in Los Angeles when Ugh. they did this, but they didn't stop, and they took it up this gnarly dirt road up this mountain. And if you if you, you couldn't believe that you could actually swing that rear end around, <laughs> and they were crashing over and over, and they were giggling the whole way. 
That's I, what I, it's all about, though, right? I remember yeah, this one. Fine. I'm reading it right now. It's the uh, they acquire a half finished three wheeler project off Craigslist yeah. and attempt to turn it into a competition worthy machine for the annual Hill, uh, Halloween hill climb event down in Southern <laughs> California. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, buying uh, shit off Craigslist and then you know doing yeah, hill climb events. Yeah, they're um, great. It's a lot of fun. So if you're looking for something to discover, and again, I know who Arian and Zach is. Yeah, uh, Jim, you follow Arian a lot of stuff he does. Yeah, I like the videos. I mean, I think he makes everything really accessible. You know, whether it's doing fork seals or you know basic stuff. But there's a whole series on MC Garage that I, I thought was really helpful. Um, like I said, they're well produced. They're, he's funny, um, but he seems to be like a meticulous kind of me- mechanic, um, and I appreciate that. So yeah, I, I yeah. check it out, and they and they do crazy shit. Like I remember, didn't they take like a versus three three hundred? Yeah, and a Royal Enfield, and like rode them in the dirt roads up in Big Sur yeah. and hmm. all that. Kind yeah, of they're stuff. just putting them through their paces, trying them out. Um, there's another one. Uh, speaking of Southeast Asia, they went to well Thailand, mm. and they had to uh, in Thailand. There's a lot of street food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So their challenge was to build off of a scooter a rolling kitchen. <laughs> that they then had to ride from city to city. So you had to arrive at night and cook burgers and sell them on the street. Oh, shit. Wow. That sounds, pretty that sounds very uh, handsome. And they, they built yeah. the whole sidecar rig. Yeah, nice. And they had to take a shortcut over a dirt road over a mountain. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. They, they go for it. Yeah, well, okay. there's one where they're yeah, clearing that. trails, I think, in Idaho. They're out with chainsaws, yeah. clearing <laughs> you know trails and shit. It's, yeah, it's fun. Yeah. So well, throttle out on Amazon. Check it out. Cool. Um, you guys want to try a game? I want sure. to play a game. It's not like okay. we have a choice or nothing, but yeah, okay. No, we don't have to play a game. <laughs> we'll play a game. Of course we'll play a game. I okay. Like, I like games. Okay, first I'm going to say that this I did not have much time to really develop this game. So oh, it, may, it, okay. it may be bad. It's so an experimental game. Pull the, pull the ripcord if you have to. Yeah. So I'm, I'm calling this game Good Cop, Bad Cop. Mm. <laughs> oh, no. Uh-huh. Okay, so what I have here is a list of bikes that are somewhat similar, <clears throat> mm. and um, I'm going to uh, pick two people at a time and the, and a judge. And what you got to do is each one of you is going to pick one of those bikes, and you got to say the good things that are good about your bike and the bad about the other guy's bike, uh, and okay. convince the judge which bike is better. I okay, mm. we're, we're playing lawyers essentially, right? Trying to lawyer each so, other's bikes. <clears throat> So I will start with um, Jim. Could you be the judge on this one? Uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> this one, um, <laughs> this one, this one is is unfair. So I'm going to say. Uh, I like it. Uh, actually, I like it I'm going to play. I'm going to play. Jim, you're the judge. Uh, knock. Uh-huh. You and I are going to go head to head on this one. Okay. The two bikes we are discussing, as if somebody was say Jim is in the market for a bike, and I'm there's two available, bike. right? Mm. And cash in my pocket. Knock, you will be uh, supporting the XR650R, oh, and boy. I will be supporting the 690 Enduro. Oh. Well, I, I'm just going to say get the Enduro. Like, <laughs> I mean, shit. <laughs> and the game falls apart. I mean, yeah. like, it's, it's an obviously a better bike. Really? You cannot sell him on the... Uh, uh, I could sell him if the other bike was like a hung a monkey or something. You know what I mean, <laughs> or or like a Ninja 250 with an extended swing arm that's like yellow faded. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Where's like, the hook? Where's yeah, the hook? Right. The 650R is not going to be as comfortable as the 690. And the okay, would, tell you what, go. let's swap it around. That's an easy. You, one. I'll take the 650R. You take the 690. 
Oh, okay. Okay, go ahead. Present to him why you think six ninety is a better bike. Yo, yo, son. <laughs> do you want? Do you want? Uh, you know, uh, uh, sixty-five, seventy rear wheel horsepower, uh, less than four hundred pounds. Um, it's got it's got mad torque for days, and it's uh, relatively low minutes, and it's reliable, and it's got multiple fuel maps. And uh, yeah, yeah, that's my pusher man. You're yeah. my pusher man, yeah, man. <laughs> I, do you want a bike that? when things go wrong it's going to be bad and it's going to be expensive are you going to be out on those trails camping and your bike oh, won't shit. run and you don't know Ooh. what it is yeah, or do you want a bike that milk. you can basically fix with a rock and a stick <laughs> because a honda you cannot go wrong Wait, that is a trusty are, uh, steed what are you going to baja do the baja 1000 i mean you know what's what's your usual trip like how far do you need to go for me to be are you gonna trailer your shit? What's what's the story here? I need I need questions. So not to mention, you can get parts right, so for here, a Honda. Just here's about a good anywhere. example. I'll, I'll throw this out. My trip down to Akatia Wells a month or two ago, I was riding in the desert. And it's it's all sand, just all sand all day. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had to ride down to see Jake in El Centro, which is a little over an hour uh, from the desert down this lonely ass freeway. Then in the middle of the night, not middle of the night, but at night, I had to ride back on it yep. um, in this lonely ass freeway back through some sand to get to my campsite. So that's the kind of riding where you need you need light power. You want stuff you can go through the sand, but at the same time, you don't want to be left hanging, mm. you know, twenty miles from the border on yeah. the side of the road yeah. in the uh, middle of the night. So, okay. All right. So, which know. bike are you how, getting? Uh, how do you, how often no, no, do you want to adjust your belt? How often do you want to adjust your belt? Yeah, better carry some shims in your pocket. You're going. <laughs> All right, <laughs> that's it. You had your shot, Jim. Which bike are you going for? Oh man. Uh, Let's see. I'll go for the 690 Enduro. I think there's just... Smart, man. Yeah. I mean, I love my Hondas. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, it's just the the weight to power ratio. And it's just, you know, it's a smart bike. All right, Doug, Uh, you're going to be the judge. Okay. Emma. Yes, darling. The uh, end bagel. Yes. Mm. The two bikes that this gentleman is interested in, he, he figured it's time to get a scooter. Yes. And it's between the Suzuki Bergman. Yes. And a Vespa 300. Ooh. Okay. So, well, that's please easy. tell Doug why he would want a Bergman, not a Vespa. Um, well, so let me tell you a little bit Pretend about... Pretend I know nothing about scooters. No, you know... It's, which I and, don't. <laughs> no, and that's fine. You don't need to know anything about scooters. But what you need to know is how Suzuki assemble bikes with precision, love, and care. And really, to understand a Suzuki Bergman... You really need to think about a snapshot of the Japanese people is the precision and the care and just the way they assemble things. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you want something that is just haphazardly assembled in a slapshot fashion (laughs) by people who drink far too much wine and eat spaghetti. Are you a politician, any chance? No, not at all. But, I mean, the Vespa really is just an absolute masterpiece of shoddiness. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Personally, I wouldn't prop open my garage door with one. Um, The Suzuki, Suzuki Bergman is just a masterpiece of technology in every way. Yeah. And it's such a superior machine that, yeah, I mean, there you have it. It's as simple as that. Right. And and anything that Bagel tells you is a complete lie. Okay? 
You are a politician. All right, all right bagel. All right. Well, well, let me tell you a few things about the Suzuki Bergman. Ooh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, this turned first, into other bike bashing first, instead of your no. bike hey. promotion. Well, no, I thought that <laughs> was part. Bad cop, whatever works for <laughs> you. No, first. I thought that was part of the rules. Yeah. First, it is huge. It is a it's massive big. bike. Yeah, but he's a big that, man. That, let me finish. Oh. And it, it, it is nowhere near as much fun to take through the twisties. Nonsense. Or to take through uh, high-performance riding than the Vespa GTS 300. Poppycock. Can you, can you quantify fun for chance. me? Okay, fun is uh, being able to lean the bike over into the curves at, at high speeds, uh, uh, break, breaking quickly to when entering in, entering into the nimble. Curves. Are you trying to say nimble? nimble? Yes, nimble and and gobs of torque when you're exiting out of the curves. Um, that's the Vespa GTS 300 for you. It's much. It's a much smaller, more compact bike. Um, it handles like it's on a rail, and it is of of the scooter world. It is the the what I think is one of the most high performance. Uh, modern scooters available today and hands down way better performing in terms of handling uh, and overall uh, sportiness than the Bergman. Okay. This is babbling from the sick bed. Okay. I just have one Absolute question. Absolute babbling from the sick bed. Are either of these a two-stroke? No, unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> All right, so... Um, hmm. Hmm. Questions. I'm going to go with the Vespa. Sweet. Mm. Yeah. That's a complete non-victory for common sense. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, okay. Uh, Jim? C. Uh, let's see. I'm going to... I will... Well, no. Let's see. Bagel will be the judge. Gotcha. All right. Bagel is in the market for an adventure bike. Hmm. Mm. I've got... An Africa Twin and a GS1200. Mm. Jim, which one do you want to represent? Uh, let's see. I'll go with the GS1200. Who Does anyone want to represent the Africa Twin? Knock? I already did mine. <laughs> it's don't like don't look at me. I, I I've never one. really ridden one. Knock, do you want to represent uh, Africa Twin? I'll do my best. Okay. <laughs> All right. Bagel. Yes. So you want to get a big adventure bike? Yes. Uh, Jim, you want to start? Why he should get a GS1200. Yeah, I, let me count the weights. How much time do we have? <laughs> I mean, the flagship of, of BMW Motorrad, if that's how you say it, right? I mean, this is uh, probably one of the top-selling BMW motorcycles of all time, mm. um, and for good reason. You know, it's a scalpel in the twisties. You can take it all around the world, which has been demonstrated multiple times. Mm -hmm. um, uh, you get laid. Uh, <laughs> I'll take two. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I think it's demonstrated its reliability. Um, I think all of us have been riding in the mountains um, when one has been either in the group or goes past the group, and it's some sure. guy just kind of sitting upright, you know, and just <laughs> flying through. Um, it's German. It's German. Yes. <laughs> and it's German. Uh, let's see. Um, Anything yeah, wrong all... with the Africa twin? Oh, my God. Are you kidding? <laughs> oh, God, yeah. How much time do we have? So I get to rip on it now? Yeah. Oh, my God. No, um, it's part of the rules, darling. I mean, everyone yeah. was so surprised, but yeah. she, she, those were the rules she wanted. Yeah. Mm, well, you know, it's it's really top heavy. Uh, you know, when you first get on it, you know, you're, you feel like you're way too high, um, mm -hmm. especially when it's full of gas, 
right? You're like, oh, great adventure bike that's super tall, then you drop it and you can't pick it up. So you're like waiting like a like a loser on the side of the road for <laughs> someone to help you pick it up. With a BMW, with the jugs, it's easier to pick up. Africa Twin, not so much. Sure. Um, I Remember, think, it's Bagel that you're convincing. Oh, sorry. I just tried to talk smack <laughs> and knock. I'm about to get out of this chair. <laughs> Um, uh, doesn't have near the electronics. I mean, come on, look at the, the BMW and the advancement and the cutting edge technology. Where the Africa Twin, yeah, you can find a you know a gasket when you need to, but you know, look at what you lose out on on just all that technology. So, mm. all right, all right, knock. Uh, bagel, uh, is your scooter uh, clutch is it a manual clutch or is it a twist and go? It's twist and go. Okay, well, uh, Africa but Twin. I, ah! I ride, but, I, but I do ride manuals. <laughs> I mean, this is even a bonus. First of all, the Africa Twin, if you've got the DCT, it is a twist and go. But you can buy an accessory to where you could uh, effectively have a paddle shift up and down with the uh, with a clutch lever. Mm-hmm. Two, it's a Honda. Uh, three, it comes in black. Uh, and uh, and the and the engines are the the okay the. Uh, <laughs> the the jugs the jugs on the uh gs go sideways yeah. yeah whereas on the honda they're upwards like this you know Ooh. i mean everybody yeah. likes them upwards they're perky. You know, like, yeah, they're perky they're perky yeah and uh and it's a honda and it's um apparently people really like them and six it's a honda yeah and it's a honda <laughs> yeah all right bagel which adventure bike are you getting wow um, it's lighter too it's lighter. Yeah. Mm, okay. That's a that's a big yeah. fa- factor there. I, I think I am going to have to go with the Honda because one thing that does scare me about the BMW is all the electronics. Yeah. Because especially on an adventure bike that you're going to be punishing through all kinds of terrain and weather and, and conditions, that's just seems like it's asking for trouble to have you know that much electronics in an off road you know adventure bike. Um, Honda has some very proven technology. I have actually ridden the DCT. It's uh, pretty magical. Yep. So I, I think I would have to go with the Africa Twin. All right. Good choice. All right. Uh, <clears throat> Douglas. Yeah. Oh, as a negative with a Honda, people will want to try to fuck you all the time. That's oh, a negative. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, what was your um, They're all old Ninja dudes, though. 750? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The ZX7R. You have a couple of them Z- in here. Yeah, ZX7R. Okay, uh, Douglas. Yeah, and Emma, you're yes, up. Charming. And uh, who hasn't? Has anyone not judged me? I haven't judged. You judge all day. I judge all day, <laughs> all day long. Emma, you will be representing the RF900. Oh, okay. And Douglas, you'll be representing the ZX7R. Which year? Pick of the year. Okay. And I'm looking for an outdated vintage sport bike that mm. I can give it the beans with. Mm. Yes. Emma, why should I uh, get an RF900 over a Ninja ZX? Well, you know, in order in order to understand the RF900, we have to go way back beyond the mid-90s. Uh, we here we go. go. We, no. Here we go. And we have to go to the mid-80s and the Jixxer 750 and what a pivotal... I thought you were say the Middle Ages. The, what a pivotal bike that was. And you can slice it and dice it any way you want, but Suzuki have been making the sport bike platform since the mid-80s. And True. the Suzuki RF900 is the direct lineage of that. It's got a water-cooled Jixxer engine. It makes big power. I mean, it makes 130 horsepower. 
which is a lot now, mm. um, it will cruise all day easily at 100 miles an hour. It looks epic. It sounds epic. It is a little heavy, like every other bike of that period. But you know what? If you're doing long-distance work on it, that's actually an advantage. And it draws admiring glances everywhere it goes, and it has got the most glorious, batshit crazy mid-90s paint job on it. <laughs> and and how does it compare to the ZX-7? Oh, it's far superior in every way. Well, it's it's 30 more horsepower, uh, 150 more cc. It looks better. It goes better. It's smoother. It's way cooler. <laughs> it's just a far better bike. All right. So, Douglas? Yeah. Yeah, but are you a sick chicks a writer? <laughs> <laughs> ZX-7R. They sound badass. They look badass, especially with the polished frame. That is good luck. That is good luck. You can see yourself in that thing. <laughs> and the most fun ever to be had on a Street Fighter. Mm. Put some wide ass handlebars on there. Hell yeah, so much fun. Uh, other than that, no, got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Do they both have the the twin headlights? Yeah. No. That- no, not 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 the RF, but the no. Uh, um, the headlight on my RF nine hundred was patterned one, right? on the face of a manta ray. Yeah, <laughs> and that is true. Wow, that is a hard one. I ZX seven R was a race bike at one point, though. I yeah, I'm, I think I'm going to have to go the ZX seven R only because the colors are a little less gaudy. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> on the RF900, they made the entire bike gaudy. On the ZX7R, just the, the, the emblem, the Kawasaki emblem <laughs> <Yeah>. is gaudy. <laughs> it's the green and purple. They Yeah, they get the green and purple on both of them. Just Suzuki went, let's make it big. On a side note, I've seen a lot of 750s coming back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah lately. Yeah. So oh, cool. yeah. I, I'm a big fan of the 750s. You so. know, the, the the whole kind of mid-90s sport bike genre is hot right now. Mm-hmm. It really is. Um, iconic <clears throat> motorbikes, our friends down in L.A., they sell everything they get in. And, I mean, if it's an iconic motorbike, you know it's the best of the best of an example. Yeah. But I tell you what, they can't get enough bikes. Well, People it, love them. It kind of speaks to that era, too. That's when the huge dot-com boom was well, happening and economy was great and everybody was making just tons of motorcycles well, and it, even with the number that was on the streets it was still hard to find one that wasn't wadded up you know but i tell you what let's talk about both those bikes very very quickly and we can get on with the game both those bikes have got 17 inch wheels mm-hmm. both of the bikes can take modern rubber yep. both the bikes have got big ass brakes on the front both the bikes have got chunky forks in the case of my rf it's got cartridge forks on mm-hmm. it they're stable they're fast they had all the power yeah Even back then, 25, 30 years ago, the only thing that they both fall down on a little bit is weight. They were chunky. They're chunky. Yeah. But if you actually know how to handle them, they're wonderful things to ride. Yeah. And they're simple. Carburation, carburation. Yeah. You know, the electronics on my RF900 are contained within one box about the packet of a size, you know, size of a packet of cigarettes. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's it. Same on the ZX7. The great bikes to own. 
Yeah. Very rewarding to ride as well. Both. So of you got to change a cam chain in the ZX7. And the engine's coming out. And well, mm. yeah. <laughs> um, and then when the alternator explodes on the RF900, but they all have their quirks, darling. Yeah. They all have their quirks. It's like around the time where they started getting really reliable too. That's just like that phase, like late. Yeah, 80s, you know, it was. 2K. It was. They started getting really, really good, and it started. It's when they started doing weird shit like putting the alternator behind on a jack shaft and it's like we're not really sure how to do this and we'll put this kind of drive system and when that proved unreliable they came up with a mark ii system that is even less reliable and they're still (laughs) kind of feeling it out yeah but even with you know the rf 900 is a deeply flawed motorcycle but i absolutely adore it i need to think too like the 25, 30 years of materials engineering has gotten so much better. That's why you could have these super fast, super lightweight, powerful bikes these days, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much it. I had a bunch of other bikes. And the reason I started thinking about this is because you've got bikes like the Versus and the V-Strom, the KLR and the DR, um, the Vulcan and the Shadow, you know, that are just very similar, but people tend to really have loyalty one way or the other. Well, this, this whole Ford and Chevy thing. Yeah. You know, and it's mm-hmm. it's 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 kind of it's allegiance on on sort of an everyman level. And I wonder if posh people have the same sort of oh well you, I mean there's you 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 drive a Bentley. Yeah, there's just straight <laughs> yeah. up like Ferrari enthusiasts who only you know could only buy a Ferrari if Ferrari yeah. says you can buy a Ferrari. Yeah, and, and I was gonna say, do you, do you think like Ferrari and Lamborghini people brawl outside the pub? <laughs> over who's got a better car yeah. you know no they probably just like exchange numbers and like talk I, w- I would like to see two poshos duking it out as for whether a, <laughs> whether a Bentley is a better car than a Mercedes S no they go they go before they swing punches they go <laughs> we're rich <laughs> what are we doing this for do you have any great poupons you know, I know back in the day that used to happen with the Subaru and Saturn drivers at the dog park Yes. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. We're in Portland. <laughs> yeah, now there's days, tales from Portland. Yeah. Um, I think the next thing is, uh, I think we have a message. No, we have no somebody. message. Yeah, Wait, it's just over there. Like, Jim's got it. No, it's no. just on that piece of paper. It's, <laughs> a, no, no, no. it's a little drippy. No, we, we, we don't really deal in messages here. Just, a, you know, the statement of facts. Massages, yes. Messages, no. I have to say, I think DMV. I think there's uh, uh, the beginnings of a rumble here. No. Uh, leave me out of this. Rumble in the jungle. So, uh, if you have not heard yet. I want to keep staying at Phil's house and getting drunk. Our friends at <laughs> Cleveland <laughs> Moto responded to our list of oh, top boy. 10 bikes. <laughs> And um, they shit on our list. Yeah. They shit on our list. Um, we live in California, so fuck you. <laughs> and, and also, we live in California. <laughs> Actually, I think that trumps everything. Jim? Yes. Uh, I was looking up the values of uh, houses in the neighborhood. Yeah. You're almost a millionaire. Yeah, it's pretty nuts. <laughs> it's pretty Jeez. nuts. It's pretty nuts. It's pretty nuts. Um. No, they went through our list and tore it apart. And, and the thing is... Well, that wasn't very kind, was it? They used a different criteria yes. than we did. I still am, am proud of the list we came up with and for the reasons that we came up with them. Was the Britain on there? The Britain was on there. Oh, okay, I didn't listen to Of course that. it was. Okay. Of course it was. Uh, but our, our criteria was um, historically significant. Yes. Um, tech... Tech... 
advancement in technology. Yes. Like, you know, leap in technology. Yes. Or just popular. Yes. Like, which is why we said the Honda 70, any Honda 70. Mm. And um, just in, in defense of that, because when um, Phil and his gang were talking about they were just thinking about in the USA. Mm. And the 70s were popular. Well, that's, However, a very, that's a very American thing. If you go to any third world country right now, yes. you can buy a brand new bike that is a Honda 70. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we missed out the most important criteria. Which is? That the people who are actually opening their mouths know what the bloody hell oh! they're talking about. Oh, yeah. and <laughs> there it is. No, and I mean, that is the most criteria of all. So um, I stand by my list. <laughs> I stand by our list. Every item on our list. And I mean, it's if, if you say, yes, the 750 Honda, but the KZ1000 is a substantially better bike, it's a substantially younger bike. Yeah. So it's got 10 years of development behind it. And you don't realize how bad a Z1000 is until you ride a GS1100 or a GS1150. Mm-hmm. And because that's a little further on down the development line, where do you actually stop? The criteria for our bikes were historically significant, yeah. not necessarily, oh, just the best bikes. Yeah. So, Nock, let me ask you, since I don't mm-hmm. think you listened to either show yet, right? Uh, part of each. So, I just out of curiosity, mm-hmm. uh, Gixxer 750 or R1, which bike belongs on the top 10 list? Oh, as far as, well, then again, it's like, what are we, what are we, uh, what are the criteria? Because when the R1 did come out, it was kind of an insane bike for its. Well, I'm going to, but I'm going to stop you yeah. there, Nock. How significantly different was the R1 from the what was it, the Thunderclays or the Thundercat or the oh, Thunderace? Um, yeah, well, of course. Because it was developed from the YZF and then it became, which was a very, very good bike. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it became the Thunder Trousers. Thunder, Thundercat, or, yeah. Or whatever, <laughs> they whatever they called it. it. Yeah. The Thunder the Trousers, which was a very, well, very good bike. The and is, then it became the R1. So it, are those it, massive jumps? I, I, there was a, there's a motorcycle in between those, which is the CBR 900, which was actually significantly better than for its time than those two. But did it make the bigger impact on the industry? I think the CBR 900 made a huge impact on this. It was the lightest, the highest weight to power ratio of the bike of bike at that time, and everybody followed that lineage. Uh, after the 900, people started making the R1. They started making, mm. you know, the GXR 1000. Well, so. I think that for all the reasons they made their list and all the reasons we made yes. our list, that I see somewhere in the future when we have an opportunity to do a head-to-head. Yeah. Hmm. Right? Defend well, your list. And what I thought would be really cool if we were able to do it like Amy Vintage Days and do it like in the townhouse could, setting. Can, <laughs> can I wear my fighting trousers? <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way... I want to see your fighting trousers. I have to oh, admit... They're, they're, they're very nice. <laughs> I, have, I have to admit, uh, just a side note, I, I, I got caught on some clickbait that went to some thing. <laughs> only because it had a picture of a kitten and uh-huh. its name was Mrs. Murder Britches. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I'm like, I want to see this. Click. Uh-huh. Oh, man. And, and now you yeah. need a new social security has, number. Uh, huh? has, <laughs> has, any, has anybody in this room seen Peaky Blinders? Yes. Oh, yeah. No. I love no, that show. Yeah, those I are, call that show Haircut. Isn't that Birmingham? Yeah, those are my people. good hair. No, those, yeah. those are my people. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's my tribe, right? Yeah. Okay, so you don't like mess with me. You <laughs> Peaky blinders. Yeah, those are my peeps. Well, I just I couldn't resist a name like Murder Bridges. <laughs> well, that's what I that's what I call my my fighting trousers. <laughs> that's, yeah, it reminded me of you. Um, yeah. And actually, there was uh, somebody. <laughs> uh, this, is, this was an email that was sent to us. Oh, good. Oh, but it was intended for Phil. Share the wealth. <laughs> and I think it's because you know we started saying send your complaints, your complaints here. to Phil at Cleveland Moto, and they're saying the same thing. <laughs> right, so right. <laughs> this one, okay, since it came to us, I get to read it. Okay, right. good. Oh, read and it's away. called "Arrogance of the Cleveland Moto Podcast." Oh damn! <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Says, "Hey, Phil, and all you other smug know-it-alls <laughs> up in the land." Just to bring you back down a notch from the crumbling smokestack towers all you Rust Belt kids like to play in. (laughs) It was not a list of the best bikes, as you kept trying to state. The list criteria for the Misfits was most popular bikes, bikes with technological advancements that changed the industry, and historically significant bikes. If it was a list of the best bikes, we would just list the Super Tenere 700 seven times <laughs> as, as everyone else does and call it a day. I would also like to say you accidentally got one right by saying the Yamaha R1 was a game-changer bike, and I would agree that it should replace the Gixxer 750. Yeah. So he does agree there. And the one bike that they did agree with us, there are two, but the Vespa uh, 250, they agreed. It says, also, and this is just a personal thing that drives me nuts, can people stop giving the Pan America props for making hydraulic adjusting valves? My 1984 CB700 SC has hydraulic valves. Yes, it does. Mm -hmm. 1984, Harley was just figuring out how to stop engines from leaking. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, ride fast, take chances, and maybe listen closer to the folks in sunny Santa Cruz. They might teach you a thing or two about motorcycles and scooters. That one's for bagels. That's Respectfully, I, I guess your avid uh, your avid listener, Matt. That's uh, Matt needs a job on the podcast. He is yeah, so he stood up for us. Yeah, well done, Matt. That's aggressive. And you know, I'm really surprised that even the hydraulic lifters on the Pan America are worthy of a mention. Mm-hmm. You know, anybody's dicked around with with. American car engines yeah, have realized they've had hydraulic lifters since the 1930s. Is yeah, it the wow. lifters or the lift suspension that people are talking about? Well, I don't know. He just said lifters. Well, that's what I don't yeah. know. It might be the game of telephone. Because yeah. to me, that is the most significant you guys thing about that bike. Didn't have the CBR 900RR on the list? No. Like the, the other Honda, the Fireblade, the original Fireblade with the holes in the fairings? Because that shit was nuts. Oh, I built so many of those things out the crates. Yeah, um, I, mean, we I think had, that was a game changer. In the we day. had the best color scheme in England. It was called the Urban Street Tiger, yeah, and it was like <laughs> it was painted like a tiger. The top of the tank yeah. was actually chocolate brown, which yeah. sounds revolting. I've never seen that. But one. they no. they look good. The only thing that let the nine hundred down, and it was really is it, all these things are a product of their era. Is it the regulator rectifier? No. <laughs> um, <laughs> For some reason, God knows why, they put a 16-inch yeah. uh-huh. front wheel on it. Yeah. And God almighty, that bike turned quickly. Yeah. And I- it, <laughs> it turned quickly enough. You know it killed the editor of Motorcycle News. No, I did not know yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I heard, I heard like, the story was 
when they first came out, people started bringing them in like the shop next week because people were wanting them and were not expecting how fast they turned and right. how and agile it, and it was. It, you know, yeah. it's a very, very steep steering head angle. Yeah. Um, the rake and trail were just very radical for the time. We've gotten a little more used to it now, mm-hmm. but back then those things turned very, very quickly. Um, and it had this 16-inch front wheel because at that period of time, you had the Jelly Mold, the six, CBR 600, yeah. which was actually a great little bike. Um, then you had the big luxury liner, the CBR 1000, which I think you Americans call the Hurricane. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and that's a big touring bike. That's got more in common with the RF 900 than yeah. anything else. Just big, big, powerful luxury liner. Mm-hmm. Um, bloody marvelous bike. I mean, if you want to go fast for a long way, CBR 1000s are hard to beat even now. And then the Fireblade popped up, and he's like, fucking hell. Yeah. This thing's a rocket. But it, you know, um, they got better. Yeah. The gen, the Series 1, the Gen 1s with the round headlights are the ones to have. But bloody hell, they were, they were quite the thing in the day. Mm-hmm. But no, I stand by the Jigsaw, and not because I love Suzuki's. It's I'm old enough to remember what the landscape was like in 1983 and how excited we'd get when things like the original Honda Interceptor came out, like, ooh, ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the Jigsaw came out, and it's like, what in the name of God is this? Mm-hmm. And it just made everything else obsolete. Everything. It changed everything. And a quick rider on a Jigsaw, certainly the 11, now is almost impossible to beat. And you think about that. You're on a 35, 36-year-old bike that's as nearly as quick as anything on the road today. That's how advanced it did was the when one, it came out. Did the one with the dry clutch come out? Was that after or before? Oh, it was that? long. No, it was long after. That was, was that was okay. a racing version. That was a racing, like, super limited edition. Yeah, that was the yeah, super, yeah, the, right. the... Slab side, yeah. A lomigated version. Yeah. The ones that us mortals get and there's a direct line between that engine even though it was an oil burner even though it was oil cooled and my rf 900 engine and jixer engines i mean it's just suzuki came upon this formula of compression ratio and valve overlap and this is how we're going to build our engines and get them to make a lot of power with not much weight and they stuck with that formula forever it's a good looking bike i think that's the bike that uh slabby yeah, and best color, blue and white. Yeah, blue think, and white slabby with black wheels. As, as, oh, god, is, is it's that a good the bike, bike that uh, Vanilla Ice rode in and cool as ice? <laughs> <laughs> but all the manufacturers back then was really into acronyms. Mm-hmm. So everything had lots Sax. of sacks. Yeah, Suzuki Advanced yeah. Cooling System. Yeah, sacks. And then there was RF for yeah, ID yeah. and God yeah. knows what, and the yeah. famous Yamaha X up. The exhaust ultimate power. Yeah, exactly. And we, of course, so in weird. England, we call them ketchups. The ketchups. Yeah. So it's the Yamaha ketchup. Um, so, you know, it, it was a product of the time. But like I said, I'm just old enough to remember what an impact it was. Yeah. It must and have it been a crazy just, time, man. Oh, it's absolute. It's just the quicker you could go, the better the bike was. Yeah. And like it or not, there was no quicker way of nav- navigating yourself around London what? or Birmingham or Manchester 
the Nonagixer 1100 in like the mid 80s. Around the time, too, where the bikes were starting to handle, but like the tires were still kind of dog shit. The, I mean, you know what I mean? They weren't like up to what we consider modern rubber. The, by modern standards, they are still terrifying. Yeah. Because remember, the Gixxer had 18 inch wheels. You know, yeah, they hadn't that's right. jumped on the 17 inch standard yet. Um, <coughs> but the, the big inroads were braking. Um, yeah, yeah. And the forks stopped tying themselves in knots. I mean, I had I had a GS eleven hundred, which had all the power. I mean, I put a Katana spec engine in it and then tuned that, so I was working with about one hundred and fifteen, hundred and twenty horsepower. Mm-hmm. But the friggin' forks were about the size of your pinky finger. Yeah. So you'd brake on it, and no matter how good Flex. you got the brakes, I mean, the thing would be walking underneath you, and it was so easy to just get to the absolute limits of addition on the frame. And then the thing started this death wobble. Mm -hmm. And you could feel the headstock moving in relation to the swing arm pivot. And that was the end of that. Jeez. Mm. Um, Bagel and Emma. Yes, darling. I sent you some emails if you Get your phones ready. Right. Doug, you have one queued up ready to go? Yeah, I certainly do. <laughs> you were laughing at this one. Yeah, I cackled because <laughs> this is something I would do. <laughs> All right, this comes from Joris. Uh, they write, uh, hi, Misfits. I wanted to share a story and a tech tip that might help a fellow amateur mechanic from making a mistake that I made last weekend. Uh-oh. Yeah, it starts off. Well, uh, I did several maintenance tasks for my 2008 Versus all in the same day. Checked valve clearances, installed a new rear tire, flushed the coolant, and installed a skid plate. To get to the top end, I had to remove the fairings, fuel tank, throttle cables, and airbox. Before removing the airbox, I stuffed rags in the throttle body openings in case I dropped bolts, etc. That would be hard to fish out later. The day waned, the sun lowered, and in its course, uh, so sun lowered in its course, and I was in a hurry to put everything back together so that I could get a ride in before dark. After a couple miles, I felt that the throttle was a bit sticky. The problem only got worse to the point where the RPMs were stuck at 5,000, and I couldn't get the throttle to roll off at all. I had to do a lot of clutch and brake work just to maintain any control over my speed, and I had to kill the engine at stoplights to avoid dirty looks. Yeah, that gets people's attention. Yeah. You're like, that asshole. <laughs> we know you're there. Stop it. Uh, I was thinking that I must have messed up reinstalling the throttle cables uh, so that the return cable was pinched. I got back home safely and gave up for the day thoroughly rattled. Uh, the next day, I took a look at the throttle cable connections, and they seemed fine. And then I had a quote-unquote, oh, manure epiphany. <laughs> I removed all the stuff again, took a look at the throttle bodies, and sure enough, my rags were still in there. Nice. (laughs) They were obviously jamming the throttle plates open. After removing the rags and a few loose threads, the bike started up and the throttle worked fine again. I felt relieved and stupid at the same time and felt like one of those surgeons who leaves a sponge or worse, yeah. in a patient. Right. <laughs> Beer bottle, or, you know, totally. mousetrap, whatever. Uh, it could have been worse. At least the rags didn't get shredded and pulled through the intake valves. Yeah. So mm-hmm. my tech tips are do stuff rags in your throttle body openings when removing the air box to prevent debris from falling into the bodies. Don't forget to remove said rags before <laughs> reinstalling the air box. Oh, yeah. Do take on maintenance jobs yourself in a mindful manner. Yes. Don't take on so many jobs that you rush to finish and make a careless mistake. Yes. Mm -hmm. Finally, a question if you have time. What is the airspeed velocity of an Eastern... Well, I'm just kidding. Uh, What is the need (laughs) to sink the throttle bodies in a fuel-injected bike, and how important is this? 
Joris in Maryland where springs are popping and we wait the cicada invasion. <laughs> Thanks for writing in, Joris. Um, who wants to take this? Uh, oh, I'll do that. Of course you would. <laughs> um, yeah, Maryland. That's where Baltimore is, you know. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They have crabs. Oh, that's Lots good. Of what, personally or in the ocean? Yes. I love any, I love any meal where they hand you a hammer. Yes. Right. Oh, I thought I thought you meant they had crabs in their trousers. On the bladder. Yes. Yes. Um, well, uh, we'll deal with one thing at a time. Um, yes, well done for doing all that work yourself. Um, stupid bugger for leaving your rags in. <laughs> um, I will add to the top tip because everything he says is absolutely splendid. Mm. But you can add, get the most lurid coloured rags you can. Mm, Costco do these marvellous school bus yellow coloured ones. Mm. And make sure you're working constantly with clean ones. They're cheap as chips. Because a rag, even a white, white rag, by the time you've wiped your hands (laughs) on it a a few times, it gets very grey, which Mm. is the same colour as most of the shit in your engine. Those are Mm. treated like gold in the garage because people would use them just to like clean up their oil or dipstick it's like no right but this is at home this is at home so get yourself some nice school bus yellow rags and just be you know the thing i like the most about what he said is be mindful when you work on your bike be present don't and i know that sounds very woo woo in california but if you're doing if you're sinking the throttle bodies don't let your mind drift to the next task just keep it in the now. If he hasn't mentioned it, um, a checklist helps. Right, and tick it off. Yeah. But it's very, very easy to, I'm going to service my bike, and you've got the tax, bump, 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 mm-hmm. and, oh, I'm sinking the throttle bodies, or I'm, uh, I'm tightening up the drain bolt, and, oh, the phone goes, or tightening up the drain bolt, how am I going to approach those throttle bodies? And you forget. Yep. Mm-hmm. So stay present, stay in the now, complete each job, get some very brightly coloured rags. Why do you need to think, sink throttle bodies? Well, for exactly the same reason that you need to sink carburetors. Why do carburetors go out? Because you've got four of them, or three of them, or two of them. If you don't, if you only have a one-cylinder bike, you don't They're need to... They're very easy to sink. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, and things change. Things change. Piston rings wear slightly differently. Um... Valves wear slightly differently. Mm. Do you get exactly the same compression reading on all cylinders? No, of course you don't. Mm-hmm. One piece, boom, boom. When you whack the throttle bodies open, do they open at slightly different weights, w- rates because of wear in the linkage and springs? Yes, of course they do. It's minuscule, but that's all it takes. Sinking throttle bodies will not give you more power but it will make for a substantially smoother running and idling engine. Mm -hmm. And that's why we always try and make quiet, smooth running, pleasant engines. The best way to do it is just hook up um, your vacuum gauges. Some of the the Japanese bikes have the method of sinking um, fuel fuel injectors is exactly the same as it was for carburetors. You have little adjusting screws on each butterfly and you can do it some of the italian bikes some of the german bikes actually have a bypass and you've got a bypass screw and all the bypass screw is it just 
does what it says. It bypasses the throttle body, and you can sync them like that. But either way, get it done. Enjoy a smooth running engine. Mm-hmm. It's a wonderful thing. There you go. Uh, Bagel, you got a, a kind of a short one? Yeah, this is uh, an email from Alex Tinsley. And Alex writes, hey Hello, there. Alex. Hey there, Misfits. I want to shout a big hey and say how nice it was to have met the few of you I ran to at the one show. And, nice. And for inviting me to hang out with you all in the Misfit Lounge. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> that's that's going to be a thing. <laughs> it was regrettable that I wasn't able to hang out longer, but my knees had reached their limit with fighting oh. off the forces of gravity. Yeah. Hence the lounge. That concrete floor gets yeah. old. Yeah, mm-hmm. I said I had to bail. Nevertheless, I quite enjoyed the time I had to chat there a bit with Emma, Jim, and Liza, and I look forward to the next opportunity I have to hang with the Misfits. I trust you all had a fairly uneventful trip home to back to Santa Cruz, save for Emma nearly being crushed by Tubbo, <laughs> <laughs> and I look forward to meeting up again next year or perhaps making a trip down your way to hang out at the garage and maybe even do a little riding. Yeah, yeah man. Jim, keep on nur- nurturing that proprioception. It don't, <laughs> it don't last forever. Uh, yeah, we, we had a great conversation about that. Uh, Emma, I'm looking forward to hearing about the grand opening of Mototown. Wish I could be there. And Liza, I didn't get to chat with you much, but I hope to make up for that next time. Also, a shout out to Mike and that migrant Oregonian bagel. Sorry to have missed you. <laughs> Cheers, nice. Alex. Oh, what a great um, email. He was yeah, a thanks, cool Alex. guy. Yeah. He w- Alex was great. And I would like to share some plans for 2022. Oh. Very quickly. Because I think it's an appropriate time. The one show has really become one of our must-go-to shows. And I know we dip we dip our feet into Born Free and, you know, we've gone down to L.A. a few times for other things. But it seems we kind of default to the one show, and there's very good reason for that. I just so realized, it's the right kind of biker trash. <laughs> I just realized Bagels, in a few years, he's going to have a mass, a big collection of lawn chairs. Right. <laughs> so... <laughs> I would like, and I, I actually chatted with um, Mike Miranda about this when he came down the garage today. So there are three of us misfits who like to build highly modified custom mm-hmm. bikes, and that's me and Mike McCarthy mm-hmm. and Mike Miranda. And so what I would like to do is kind of do a group effort for 2022 and bring down four or five bikes, maybe even six, and really get a corner going. And, you know, the, fingers crossed the pandemic will be over then and we can actually sit down and relax and kind of have a misfit corner. Not get that Versus built. Um, yeah. Doug, get that CR built. Right. Probably. And get yep. as many of us there so you can have, like, a complete misfit experience in Portland. And I think it'd be absolutely brilliant. We'll have a corner for... Hand jobs and everything. Yeah, exactly. And, in the alley. And bananas. Uh, I think that was a big hit. The yeah. You know, handing out night bananas was <laughs> a, a huge hit. And I actually bribed my way into the parking yep. area it's, for you. Yeah. You don't want your legs cramping while With you're fucking. With promise hey, of man. a banana. Good for you. It's a community service. And COVID safe snacking. Yes. Yeah. So um, that's, that's my tentative plan for 2022. Right. If any of you... Out there in listener land, I've got anything to say about it. Please let us know. Yeah, maybe I'll even get something built to like, put in the show. Yeah, I want to see your dirt mm-hmm. scoot, man. Yeah, Baja Josh. Maybe we'll see. The Baja Josh. Maybe yes. I'll get the KZ. Oh, we'll see. I don't like it. James right. was kicking that today. I know. 
I guess uh, I guess I got to pull the carbs again. Doug, is that what you assess? Yeah, it's either not getting fuel in the low end or it's got poor yeah. spark. Mm. Yeah, I'll look through it. Uh, Jim, are you ready to or read valves, an email? Valves, do the valves. Yeah, that's a good point too. Listo, yes. <clears throat> All right, we got one from Alexander Ramirez. Hey, Alexander. Hey, hey Alexander. He says, in an English accent, you have to imagine it. Oh, oh, hello. Hello, hey, Emma, hello, darling. Hello, hello hey. Miss Emma, darling, he says. <laughs> hello, Alex. And Roy, Alexander dude. has a 2004 uh, Honda VT1100C2. Oh, yeah. splendid. The old shadow saber. Yeah, nice shadow. Yes. No, uh, spend it. It's two-wheel Bentley, darling. Mm. <laughs> so his question, uh, he was changing the final drive fluid, right, because it's a mm-hmm. shaft drive. Oh, you shouldn't do that. Oh, bad. Just downhill from there. Yeah, it is downhill Sell from it. there. Uh, yeah. And notice what looks like rust on the end of the teeth. Mm. Yeah, okay. Teeth down oh, in the, the drive. Spine, so, yeah. Yeah, I was curious what your thoughts were. Should I be concerned? No. Yeah, I'll admit fine. I have had the bike for six years. First time the oil has been changed. I know nah. terrible. Literally know nothing. I, I literally know nothing about motorcycles, but I am learning thanks to you and all the misfits. Uh, any yeah, advice? Greatly appreciated. Thanks, Alex. Alex with his saber. Motorcycles so, suck. Get out while you can. Yeah, I, um, <laughs> sell it and buy a Prius, as they call them in England. Prius. I mean, yeah. if the rust is there, it's not touching anything else. It's not being. It's not touching. Here. It's not touching yeah. cloth, as we say in England. You <laughs> 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 haven't got the turtle's head. Right. Exactly. Um, <laughs> prairie dog. Squirrel a peeking. <laughs> Prairie Doggin. <laughs> wow, that, no, that happened really um, fast. <laughs> um, right up. No, back, Alex, back to the poop. <laughs> Let's talk. How can this happen? How can, how can a closed unit like the final drive system mm-hmm. on a VT1100 Sabre, how, how can rust happen in there? Because it's an oiled environment. Well, I shall tell you. You need oxygen, right? It needs Oxygen rust is basically iron oxide. Yeah. It's oxygenated. All right, try that one more time. I put my speaking teeth in. <laughs> um, steel. And the, it's not closed. Sitting right on top of the 12 o'clock position is a little chrome top hat, mm-hmm. and that is yeah. a breather. Yep. Right. And its job is to basically let air out and in, and you need that. Because without it, it would pressurise itself and it it's pee hot. oil. Yeah, and when it hot, everything expands and it piss oil everywhere. So you need it. And England, surprisingly enough, has quite an extreme climate, you know. It gets quite hot in the summer and quite cold in the winter. And there's a lot of rain. Mm-hmm. Call blimey. Call blimey, uh, Gov. You're a caution, <laughs> in cha. It gets moist um, in England. So basically, a little bit of moisture in the air which gravitates into the final drive system is quite normal. Mm-hmm. Change your oil. You've done exactly the right thing. Change your oil. It'll it'll be great. Enjoy yeah. your bike. It's they're bloody great. It's a corker. Yep. There you go. All right. Uh I got one here and then Emma, you're next. So you're on deck. Oh how hello. many emails that we go through? That's a lot of emails. Oh right. Yeah, I know. <clears throat> okay. We're catching up because last week we didn't get to them. So uh, my email No no I'm first. Oh oh oh, oh. I I oh good oh Okay. All right. So this one says, hey, Misfits, this one is from Josh. Hello, Josh. Hello, Josh. 
Love your podcast. I look forward to Monday mornings at work so I can listen to your weekly adventures, mishaps, and shenanigans. <laughs> what a minute. He's getting paid to listen to yeah, us. Yeah, I know. That's not right. He says, I'm riding with what I feel is a silly but probably common motorcycle maintenance problem. <sighs> Liza has commented many times, she's smart, that one, how <laughs> everyone needs to make that Ducati mistake. <laughs> <laughs> one time, but that is nothing like making the MV Augusta mistake. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Five years ago, I purchased a new, a 2016 Turismo Velo, Veloce yes. uh, 800 Luso because I fell in love with just about everything about it. That's what happens to the nuts and bolts on it. They it, go Luso. <laughs> <laughs> it looks very striking. It sounds amazing. It's very comfortable for all day rides, but whispers naughty things in my ears when I ride it yeah. about giving it the mozzarella. <laughs> yeah. they, make, uh, they make sexy bikes, those people. Says, I loved mm-hmm. it so much, so my wife joked that it was my Italian supermodel girlfriend. <laughs> True. Well, being Italian is at the center of the problem. Uh-oh. When I get to ride it, I always have a smile on my face. Back when I purchased it, there were four dealerships here in Northern California mm. with MV promising better dealership support and an expanding dealership network. Ah, I've heard that before. Mm. Yeah. My local dealership botched more than one repair. Ooh. It took me the whole two-year warranty period for me to get them to even address the clutch problem I had been pointing out since the second month of ownership. Jeez. MV dropped them as a dealership and even if they would still work on my bike, I don't trust their service department. Right. The bike has had months of time when it sat waiting for a part or something stupid but very Italian. Mm. This brings me to the problem I am having. I am trying to perform a basic oil change. The oil filter is inside a small cover that sits at the bottom of the engine. No problem. Three Torx nuts are holding it in place. However, one of those sits about one centimeter away from the catalytic catalytic converter. Oh, yeah. I okay. suspect the heat from the catalytic converter has ruined the temper of this nut. It was slightly stripped by the tech before I tried to do my oil change. Mm-hmm. The two other bolts came out no problem, but this closest bolt is not only really stuck tight, but the metal of the nut is super soft. Barely any pressure results stripped it further. I've tried heat. I've tried penetrating lube. I've used vibration trying to break it loose. The more I try, the worse the stripping gets. It's now so bad it doesn't look any Anything like a Torx bolt, so I started going to more extreme measures using some of these stuck bolt tools, all of which have made things worse. Yeah. I've purchased some nice stainless bolts to replace it, but I can't get it out. I really don't want to have to drill it out and retap it. I'm worried that with the aluminum case, I might damage it. Um, I truly love the bike. Um, uh, so when everything is working, it makes me happy. But right now I'm thinking that my girlfriend and I are about to have a breakup because I'm tired of dealing with her personality problems and settling down with someone plain and boring and reliable looks pretty good right now. So uh, he's asking for help on getting this strip bolt out and sent a picture. Now, can I say it, please? Oh, that's yeah, oh, oh, around. so it is protruding. Well, this so is got- this is a job for a grab it. It is protruding. There are things you can use. Yeah. The it's vice grips. Even though it seems tempting to try vice grips, they won't work because it's now kind of tapered down from right. being ground down. Let me see. And they need to be flat. But there is a great tool. I think that's what you're yeah, talking it's, about. It's a dual sided bit. You just put in like a, a an impact it's, driver and it's the it's exterior version of yeah. an easy out. 
Is that what you're thinking? No. Well, you drill out the middle of it, ah. reverse thread, and then you flip the bit over. You've got some in your toolbox. Yeah. No. What I'm thinking is, and Emma, have you ever tried these? They basically look almost like a die, right? But they've got threads in there that you tighten down. It threads onto the the top of the bolt. Oh, so the so when you have a strip bolt, it threads onto the head Hang and on, then no, becomes no, jammed. No, no, no. I, there's I, nothing I, protruding here. That's not protruding? No, it's 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 in. Oh, counter, it looks protruding from the picture. No, it's a, it's an innie. Well, yeah. It's yeah, not I would, protruding. I would use the easy out or the grab it for that. I'll tell and, you, well, it, I, looks, it looks like, is it a round head? No, it was a torx head. I'll tell you exactly right. what I'd do with that is um, I'd find yourself somebody who's, who's decent at welding, and I'm sure you've got a friend yeah. who's mm. a welder, and weld a friggin' stud to it and just yeah. wind it out. In fact, sometimes just welding a blob onto it heats yes, it enough that you can, to break it loose. But I would get, um, um, just drill the top enough that you can just hold a bolt. That looks You know, because if you cut the head off, the cover yeah. will come off, and then you can pull the shaft out, right? Right, exactly. Unscrew no, it, weld it, pull it. And just replace it. And an in in fairness to him, because he's probably feeling a bit oh because um, some yeah. some of the uh, Italian fasteners are quite lightweight. Mm. Emma, so, I do believe that is an Audi. You think it's, it's an, an Audi? Audi? Yeah, that's an Audi. Yeah, well, it, 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 whether it's an Audi or an Innie, don't mess around with anything else. Just weld a bloody but, stud on it and pull it out. I think, Bagel, you just brought up another good thing. Yeah. You can grind that down. Yeah, just use and a drill And then bit. remove the cover. Now you will have yes. so a protruding and then you, portion. You've got, and you can weld to that. Or weld to that scripts. or vice scripts from right. that. Yeah. But, you know, the, the welding method just works so well. So I'm going to go out on a limb, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say the first thing you do do and this is the trick with removing stuck bolts there's different degrees of things you can do and if you jump ahead too far and it doesn't work like if you use an easy out and it breaks in there you're mm -hmm. making things harder for yep. yourself been there done that i would say at this point right now because it is slightly protruding it looks kind of like a mushroom cap at yeah. this point yeah yeah take out a dremel you did this the other day emma take out a dremel and put a big slot across it Mm -hmm. A couple things will happen. Mm -hmm. One, you can get a slotted screwdriver into it. Or, in fact, Emma, you were using that uh, slot and a hammer to kind of tap it around. Yeah, yeah. Two, if it splits or breaks, great. You want to destroy the head anyway. You right. can work with destroying the head. But I would say there's enough here to use a Dremel, put a slot in it. and, and I'm try still and not sure if that's <clears throat> a money. An outtake. Yeah. We, we all think it's it a, like a button head to me. If you are going to weld it to Yeah, side kind note. of. You know, when I look at it like that. Yeah, I think. God, blimey. It's it is mess, chewed though, up a isn't bit. It? <laughs> it is chewed up a bit. You know, I'm kind of almost thinking that he should just grind it off. Well, I would try the slot first. Because if you do grind, you might get close to the cover there. And um, I think and you can always grind it if the slot doesn't work. And you can always grind yeah. it. So that's the thing. You want to do things that there's still another step you can do. Don't jump yeah. too many steps. So that would be my suggestion. He's in Northern California. Yeah. I'll give you 300 bucks for it. <laughs> and I'm doing you a favor. <laughs> All right, Emma, your turn. Oh, here we go. Um, should I read this in the accent? Oh, of course. 
Hello, it's Brent here from Toowoomba, Australia. <laughs> I drive lots of kilometres from a job wow. and I listen to your podcast. Keep up the great work. I'm 53, I've always ridden. Currently, I'm riding a 2020 Indian Scat that I purchased last August and I bloody love it. Yeah, I'm vertically challenged. Cheers. And that's uh, Brent McIntyre. Thanks, Cobber. Hey, thanks for uh, riding, right. Brent. That's a cool it's, bike, too. Thanks, yeah, you know what? I'll tell you what, these these Indians are bloody marvellous things. And he's in good company. I think when we were at the Hollister a couple of years ago, Sonny Bolter pulled up on an Indian scout bobber. As he should. Uh, yes. It's always uh, it's always a trip to me to get letters from England and uh, Australia. <laughs> well, no, <laughs> I mean... the other side of the world. You're, I, I, I want to be honest with you, uh, Nock. Your British accent is absolutely superb. Horrible. It's horrible, eh? It's super- <laughs> no, it's superb. It's superb. It's it's <laughs> absolutely kind of Canadian. It's like you're there. I'm like regional, eh? It's yes, you are. As good as her Australian accent. <laughs> it's like you just stepped off oh the tube. Oh my god! <laughs> 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 we got friends across the pond. Oh. Just yeah. stepped off the tube, mate. No, if you actually go down to certain London stations, there's a sign on the platform. <laughs> It says, don't stand there, because you might get sucked off. Yeah, you can see that. Mind the gap, eh? Uh, <laughs> uh, what exactly is sucked off mean? Sucked off. Oh, sucked off. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I, I, wow. Okay. By, the, by, by the suction of the train. Oh. Oh, by the okay. suction, darling. I thought that was like a proposal wow. or something. No, actually, <laughs> you know, no it's it's the weirdest thing. Don't threaten me with a you, good time. If you were in the London <laughs> Underground and you're standing at a station, the the thing is, it's it's the weirdest sensation because they're very quiet because they're a long way underground. I'm sure the New York Transit's the same way, but I've got no real experience. So you're standing in this platform and there's a lot of people and it's very, very quiet. And, you know, there's this tunnel. And you know the train's coming because this just blast of hot air yeah. comes out of the tunnel because yeah. uh-huh. the train is pushing all this air in front of it. Yeah. And then you hear the thing, and it sounds like Armageddon. <laughs> and then this thing bursts out through the tunnel. It's quite an amazing experience. And then, you know, it's all light and nice and yeah. fluorescent. And you get on it and have so a that's- jolly time. When the hooker's sucking you off? Yes. Is that how yeah. you... Well, no, because you're not standing... Is this like a risky business kind of yes. thing that's happening? No, because you... Peaky, peaky blinders. You, you <laughs> okay. don't want to stand... Don't stand here in case you get yeah. sucked off. Then. It actually says that. <laughs> okay. That, that, and mind the gap. <laughs> that uh, that English shirt is geologically stable, from what I understand. Yes. <laughs> okay. So... I think that brings it to an end. I mean, you guys. Wow, another two-hour jam, son. Another two-hour jam. I know. Yikes. We're like getting the band back together. I man. know, right? Um, happy birthday, Bagel. Oh, yeah, yeah dude. You, Thanks for being down here. Yeah. We're going to have to figure out <laughs> how to include you on the show. We'll, we'll figure that out. Yeah, we'll I work think on it's that. important to keep yeah, our, our scooterist. I appreciate that. Yeah. Just yeah. have him uh, run on uh, Zoom in the background, yeah? I think, yeah. Bagel, if you just yell very loud, you can be part <laughs> of it. <laughs> Hello. Hello. How would you feel about commuting on weekends? <laughs> Get him a plane ticket it's every day? It's about a 10-hour ride. Yeah. So if I left after work on Friday, I could get in by like 3 in the morning on Saturday. 
<laughs> just getting back to work. Sounds on, good. Getting back to work on Monday is the hard part, though. <laughs> yeah. Be fine. All right. So, and next week we should have some chatter about the uh, the Pan America. I'm kind of excited about this. Yeah. Jimmy saw that they moved the location up to Alice's. Oh, did they oh, really? Oh, they, they did okay. move. Yes. So we get to do a nice ride there and nice. back, too. Yeah, looking forward to and dropping that, it. Yeah. And that's on Saturday. That's on Saturday. Yeah, I'll try and join you. You but can't. You had to have signed up. Ooh, they have a reservation. I have it in. I might be able to hook you up. But well, that's why think, we're bringing it. That's why we're bringing it the weekend after. Yeah, and I mm. truthfully, I am so busy already. I think it's going to be a Mototown Saturday. Yeah, no, no, no. We're bringing it here. So, thanks, uh, Nick, for hooking us up with that, and uh, we'll put the word out as soon as I get it locked in on that. Um, don't forget to go to RevSisters.com, get your tickets to the santa cruz moto film festival and if you have not yet make sure you go to our youtube page and check out the uh the jocelyn snow approved garage zone that was a good one nice. that was yeah, well done well well produced uh, yeah. do we have a camera running in here for this particular one no oh man we should have had one where well, is it gonna go knock we're sitting ass, at, i don't know Liza, Liza just has one in the bathroom running Shit, all the time. i don't know <laughs> <laughs> we got plenty of room we got we're gonna use that webcam up there maybe i don't know no 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 all right no it's not that easy i'm i'm working okay. on something but yeah um, people just have to put up with us just doing the show <laughs> actually uh, i was thinking of starting a um Throw in the pot if you want to pitch in. There's a camera for $8,000 that spins in the middle of the room to whoever's talking. Oh, oh. nice. Let's do that. Yeah, I'm totally in. <laughs> yeah, how will it keep up got, with like I got, I got eight treat. people in the room? <laughs> yeah. We could, pay, I, we could have explode. someone do that for free. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's <laughs> we right. just have someone stand in the middle and just... <laughs> I, got, uh, I got tree fitty on it. I'll take 1000 for that. <laughs> 8000 Hey, job in the alley. So I hope everyone else out there is just having kind of the same, I think... Spirits are lifted. Whether the, yes. the restrictions coming yes. down, I know we're still being COVID safe. It's still there, but things yeah, not are not out of the woods. Yeah, we're not out of the narrowest of margins. We are in the yellow zone in Santa Cruz, yeah. like point oh yeah. one, whatever. But it's feeling. It's just feeling things are feeling. You know what it better. is? It's summer. And nobody's giving a fuck anymore again. Yep, <laughs> that's yeah, what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I know. And if you have uh, a complaint about Cleveland Moto, send it to us at RecycleMotorcycleGarage <laughs> so at gmail.com. So we can read it and shame them first. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and no, we love the guys there. Yeah, uh, of course. But I, I I do like that, uh, yeah, we have, we have a fun thing going with them. And mm. it made me think that maybe we need to start working on some more lists. So if you have an idea of what would be some good lists for us each to compile. Top 10 mm. worst bikes. Ooh, right. Ooh, there you go. That's a good one. And you know, just um try and make them a little easier so that the guys at Cleveland can kind of grasp the concept <laughs> a little more. No. Ooh. Oh shit. <laughs> All right. Now oh let's blow God. the belt. Try to keep the gloves up. Knock hates controversy like this. He's like, uh, uh. That's all right. <laughs> that kind of controversy is all right. I'll live with yeah. it. I'm just saying, if there Look, was a rumble going down, not be standing at the back with some of those uh, blunt scissors for kindergartners. <laughs> <laughs> and Look, man, wins. I just want the volume discount on drinks at Porco's. All right, <laughs> <laughs> and and yeah, and general shenanigans. Yeah. 
So on that note, are there anybody last parting words before we get out of here? I just wanted to mention I did find a MB50 on Craigslist. <laughs> what? what? Yeah, I'm going to show you. Uh, hold on. I found it. It's actually in Citrus Heights, uh, California. Ooh. It's a well, two-stroke two street legal MB5. It's an 82. It's been bored out to 70 cc's. Ooh. And it's been completely rebuilt 95 miles ago. There's 11,000 miles on the odometer. <laughs> Uh, it looks really nice and cherry. It looks like a lot of fun. I got that a thing. I got a cherry. I got a thing for that MB is not cherry. It's not even the original colors. It looks nice. That's Get not cherry. Pack. Cherry has the original colors. What what color is it, Doug? It's white. Oh, they never came hmm. in white, darling. Well, I know, but that doesn't right. mean it doesn't look good. It's cherry. You said cherry. It looks choice. I think our next debate will be the term cherry. <laughs> I think we grew up with different terminologies okay. for cherry, right? We grew up- sweet. It looks sweet, man. My bag. You want me to share this or not? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Jesus. Well, I'm done anyway. So. <laughs> oh, uh, they're asking 2900 hmm. Yikes. Hmm. Yeah, six speed. That's a dirt and, bike. Hmm. Yeah, it I know. It could be. <laughs> you know what I do? I take that engine title and number and just put it on a two-stroke dirt bike. <laughs> Make it street legal. Oh, no. You only get one title anyway. This is not an approved thing to do, by the way. This is fucking probably a, a federal uh, problem issue that you, if you do it. But that's what I do. <laughs> all right. So on that note, uh, thanks, everybody, uh, for sending in all your emails. Um, thank you again to our Patreon subscribers. You guys are the best. Yes. And uh, and just for just listening for being there and drop by, we really do appreciate it. Just only come by on a Sunday on if you expect somebody to be here. <laughs> exactly. True. Um, oh, somebody brought donuts today. I saw. Yeah, Mel. She came and changed her oil on her shadow, and it was kind of fun because I'm just like, all right, go get this size tool, this, and she's she's she didn't know how to use a socket wrench like nothing oh, cool. like full on start virgin, full huh? on nothing nice and i just stood there and explained and she tried stuff and she did it and i'm like now get the pan ready have your rag ready do this do that and uh she came away grinning like she was cool. smiling because she was proud that she did it herself she was awesome. enthused yeah, going cool. in and excited coming out that's that's good huh sweet that's good. Yeah, and those are always the fun ones. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the shop that uh, I said, remember to get the, the crush washer, because everyone forgets the crush washer. Crush. Yep. They sold her a washer. It was a steel washer, a size too small. Oh, jeez. Oh, and I happened to find one more crush washer who her was, size. Who was that who sold it? To them? A bike shop I, or just a I think way? she went to a bike shop. I don't know. Yeah. Mm. It was in a Honda bag, like it's like a six by six inch bag. Wow! With a washer in it. Oh, interesting. There's yeah. an OEM part. There's an OEM they, part. They sold her the wrong part. That's yeah. that's wonderful. It was the wrong part. I know. <laughs> anyway, and, uh, so for the yeah. listeners that have been with us for a while too, uh, Dukaki Dave showed up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. First time in a long time. That's all I could. I couldn't get that out of my mind. Is it, he's Bless not. What, just hold on. He's not Dukaki Dave anymore. No? He's Holly Davidson. Dave. I thought he was Bukaki Dave. Dukaki. Oh, God Almighty! No, it's a, it's, a, it's a melding of about three different nicknames. Yeah, it's an amalgamation yeah. of just yeah. jizz on your face somehow. Bless his little heart. So if you want to listen to about five, That's six years ago, you'll get the Dukaki Dave story. Yeah, how? I don't know. Like he went over a bump and his brake came off. No. Oh, oh damn! Yeah. To this, today, he came in saying his front brake wasn't working. I'm like, what are you talking about? And I feel it. Felt pressurized. And we looked down, and one of his bolts came out, and so the whole caliper had pivoted Oof. down, and yep. the 
the brake pads had swung together. So they're just hitting each other. So, not oh, man. The, yeah, I'm like, how does this happen? Yeah, he hit a bump and he said, uh, I guess he either sheared a bolt or lost a bolt. Somewhere. No, he, he, he had been he had been working on the brakes and oh, oh he forgot uh, one. Yeah, oh, what a dum dum. That's okay. It happens. Uh, but yeah, at least he didn't stuff rags in his uh, intake. You <laughs> <laughs> should call him. Sorry, George. We should call him the bus there. No break hockey, Dave. Or no something. break. No break like hockey. <laughs> 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 All right, on that note, thanks everyone. This is Liza. This is Doc. Douglas. Bagel. Emma Darling. Thank you, Jim, son. And we're out of here. Cool, cool. cool.